Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Tov Kuf Vav. We are up to Sifhei, the last line on page Kuf Chaf Aleph. We're about to turn on to page 242. The Mechaber says in Sifhei, Mutter Lassos Biyom Tov Pitim Gedolim. You are allowed to make on Yontif large loaves of bread. And we're not concerned We're not worried that by doing so you're going to come to bake more than is needed for Yontif. Says the Mishaburis of Koton Lamed Beis Velo Chashinan Shemitoch Kach. What's a Lomer means to say? How will Veimba Tarach Kalkach? Since there is not such a burden, Kemoshiyesh Bapas Koton Barichas Kol Achas Mehen. It's not such a burden to make a large loaf as as opposed to making some very small loaves of bread. You have to set up each one. That's a bigger tircha. And therefore, the larger loaf is less of a tircha v'yalkein have amin. And therefore, I would have thought sheyesh locho sheyefe yoser mashetzaruch. I would have thought that there should be a concern that he will bake more than is needed. V'hainu ba'ofen sha'aser, and that means in a scenario where it is where it is forbidden. Ukigom betanur gadol obekama pa'amim, either in a large oven or many times baking over, the bitanur katar ubepam achas, because if you're going to bake in a small oven, everything at the same time, afilu lefos yoser mimashet tzarach leislamba, even if you will bake more than you need, we're not concerned, bipnei sha'pas mishtabeach al yedezeh, because the bread is better, the more jam-packed the oven is, the more gishmak the bread is, and therefore, the concern is not a case where it's a small oven and it's all done at once, but the concern is a larger oven, or you do it at various times, that's the concern. And so too it is permissible to bake very, very small loaves. Even though it is a big tircha, to be setting up and to be needing each one individually. So again, the Mechaber tells us again in Sifhei that you are allowed to make the big loaves and we're not concerned that just because they're easier to make, you're going to make more than you need on Yontif in a way that is usher, meaning in a large oven, or doing it many times over, we're not concerned about that. Continues the Shulchanach and Sifhav. Hayolo kemach o isa b'shutafasim eno Yehudi. A person had flour or dough in a partnership with a guy. Asr la'afoso b'yomtov, it is forbidden to bake it on Yantif. Elo yechalkenu v'yefe eshalo. Rather, you should split the dough and you should bake your portion. Says the Mishabura Sefkotan Lamed Gimel, here the Mishabura is addressing the fact that the Mechaber starts off with having a partnership in the flour or the dough, and then he says it's Asr to bake it. So the Isra of baking is going on the dough, not going on the flour. So says the Mishabura, The Isr to bake it is going back on, one, on when there is dough. And if you're starting with just flour that's in a partnership, it's Asr even to knead it. And this is not similar to the case that we had a few weeks ago of an animal that's owned by a partnership of a Jew and a guy where you are allowed to shatter on Yantif. There we say that it's different because it's impossible to get to a Kazayas of me without shattering the whole animal. Therefore the Shkita's mutra, but over here, 
All you have to do is split the dough or split the flour and then just deal with your own stuff. Stifkotan Lamidalev Biyomtov. So it is usher to be baking this partnership dough on Yontif. Hainu Echad. This means to say, even in one oven, even in a small oven. Later on, and we just saw this. You are allowed to bake an oven full of bread. Even though you really only need for Yontav one loaf. The Hayoser Yeshar Lachol, the rest is going to be left for a weekday. It's still mutter. Like we just said before, the bread bakes better, it tastes better at a time when the oven is more full. So even though over here we'll discuss one oven and a small oven where you're allowed to bake things that are not even for yontif use, but when it comes to a partnership between a Jew and a guy, it will be forbidden. Tishani Hasam. There it's different if it's all for you. Shekalha Pasha Yisrael. All the bread belongs to the Yisrael. And you have permission to go eat any of the loaves that are there. You could choose this one, you could choose that one. And furthermore, maybe you will happen to have some guests coming over and they'll all be fit for Yontif But over here, where half of the dough belongs to a guy. In that case, you're forced to leave over his portion. So you're dealing with the kneading and the baking of the dough of the goy, just to add a little shavach, a little praise, a little geshmak in your bread, and that is forbidden. In other words, if it's all yours, and you can choose whichever loaf you want, and you possibly can use all of it, so then the fact that the ones that are for a weekday are enhancing the ones that are for Yontif, that's okay. But if it really belongs to a guy, there's no chance you can use it on Yontif, and the only gain you have is that it makes your bread more geshmak, that's not grounds to be doing a lisha or an afia of the dough of a guy. Continues the Shulchan Aruch Vaiter in Siv Zayin. Im yesh lo'odim harbe pas nekia. If a person has a lot of clean bread, very finely sifted flour bread. Eino ofe pasacheres, he cannot bake another bread. Elim kein yeshlo bnei bayesh shirogil hachilon pas hadro'o. Unless he has family members that it's normal for him to feed them more coarse bread. Avalim yeshlo pas hadro'o harbe, but if he has a lot of coarse bread, yochol lefos pas nekia, then he would be allowed to bake bread that has fine flour that's cleaner bread. Says the Mishabura, on that which it says, if a person has a lot of clean bread, he can't bake another bread. He has enough for himself of clean bread for the whole day of Yantif. He cannot bake other bread. He can't bake clean bread, he can't bake coarse bread. Because he has the better bread, which is better for him for Achila. Venerally, it appears to me, says the When we ask her making another bread by, from the coarse flour, that's only if it's the same type of, of, uh, of min, the same min, the same material, the same grain that you are making the bread out of. 
But if it's a different type of grain, even if it's a lower grade grain than what you have already. For example, the bread that you have is made out of wheat flour. And you want to have a lower grade pastogon, shari, that would be permissible. So the Mishaburah is explaining that when the Mechaber says if a person has a lot of pastakia, he can't bake another bread, that's from the same type. So you already have enough of that type, and even the best type of that type. But if you want a different type, so then you would be allowed to bake it. You can't bake pas acheres. But if you are, you want to have hot bread, the pas that you have already was baked from yesterday, it's no longer hot. That will be grounds to permit even baking the coarse bread. The Mechaber said the only exception when you have Pasnakia that you can make the Pasadra is if you have family members that are rogil that you feed them the Pasadra. Says the Mishnabur, Sekotan Lamelches, Umashma de Be'enum Regilum Eloshebepamazos Rotzelahachilum Aser. The Mashmos of the Mechaber over here is if you're not rogil to feed them this type of bread, you just want to feed it at this time, then it will be forbidden. It has to be that as a normal thing by you. That's all if you had the better bread and you want to make the worse bread. But if the Mechaber ends off and says if you have the more coarse bread, then you would be allowed to bake pas nakia. Says in the Shabura Sevkatan Lamites, Avalim Yeishlo, Ayim B'Mogin Avram, the Mutter Lechadchila Lefos, Pas Hadra, V'yachaka Pas Nakia. The Mogin Avram says that you are allowed Lechadchila to first bake coarse bread and then afterwards to bake the finer bread. V'tafkim Rotzeh Lecho Pas Hadra, and that's only true if you actually want to eat the Pas Hadra as well. But if your plan is just to be sly, that the coarse bread should be left over for the week, then it's us. You can't bake coarse bread and then bake the pasnakia, having in mind to eat only the pasnakia and to have the pasadra for during the week. That's called harama, which is not allowed. Says the Mechaber Vaitis of Ches, Oser Lasso Soor Biyomtov, Ella Ayidei Shinui. One is not allowed to make Soor Levin on Yomtov unless he implements a Shinui. Mibnei Shaya Efsher Lasso Sinibodyom, because it could have been made from before Yomtov. Says the Mishaburas have caught on them, Oser Lasso Soor Lahachmet Saisa. You can't make Levin, which is the ingredient used to make Chametz from your dough. Because you could Because bread that is made from yeast or from leaven that was prepared from before Yontif is the same quality bread as bread that's made from the sore that was prepared on Yontif. And therefore, since it's not any worse, there's no reason to do it on Yontif. You should have done it before Yontif. Vedabi, you should know the svarazohu lachora kefi deyashnia besimen tovsad hebaga. This svara is lachora like the second opinion that we heard in tovts and we saw in simen tovsad hebaga in the Rama. The gamba ochal nefesh gufe machmerinon beinum mefik tam klal imoseo mi erev yomtov. We had a discussion over there that if you could have done something and prepared it from erev yomtov, the same quality as preparing it on yomtov, then there's no grounds to be mechala yomtov. The Ramah over there says in the second opinion that that applies even by Ocha Nefesh itself. They're machmir to say even by Ocha Nefesh. If it won't be any worse to prepare before Yontif, so you have to prepare before Yontif, you can't do it on Yontif. That's what we're saying over here. You're preparing the leaven 
on Yantif, where you could have done it before Yantif, it would have been the same. You, you, you had to have done it then. Even though that's really Ochalefesh, and that is not so Pashit. Look what we wrote over there in the Bralacha. To be Machalik over there a little bit. And in 037, he tells us what the Bralacha says. The reason why the Shulchan Aruch is Bedafka Machmir in the making of the Sur, who Mibnei Shadarach Lasosul Yavim Harbi. That's because it is the normal way to make it Yavim Harbi, and therefore it could even be going like the Shita that says that normally when it comes to Ochan Nefesh, there's no reason to necessarily do it before Yantif rather than Yantif, even if it's going to taste the same. You could do Ochan Nefesh on Yantif, but Bedafka over here they say Sur is different because Sur Lamaisa is a Derach to do with Yavim Rabim, and therefore it should not be done on Yantif like any Malacha we discussed that's done for a long period of time. Should not be done on Yantif. Continues the Shulchan Aruch and Siftes. Afilu nishchato habehema mi erv yontov. Even if an animal was sheltered on erv yontov, muter lahafresh hamatanos be yontov. One can be mafresh the matnos kahuna of the animal, the zroli chayim and keva on yontov. Says the Mishaburas of Katamez, muter lahafresh hamatanos be yontov. One can be mafresh hamatanos on yontov. That's opposed to what we saw earlier, that you can't be mafresh, chuma, and maiser, and chalo, and yontif. Here the matanos you can do. What's the difference? Because over here says the mishibura, mishum de'enu masakin. Here you're not fixing something up from being tevel to being mesukon. Degam kodem hafrosha lo tevelon. Because when it comes to the matanos kahuna, even before you mafresh them, it doesn't have a state of tevel. And therefore you were allowed to eat it anyway. So it's not considered a tikkun. As opposed to chuma and maiser, where you can eat from the tevel until you take chuma maiser, so therefore taking it off on yontif or Shabbos is being misakim, that's not allowed. So reason number one why this is more lenient is, number one, it's not misakim, because it doesn't have a state of tevel even before that frosh is done. Va'od and furthermore, the mufrashos va'ondos begufa behema. Second of all, these are very specific parts of the animal that are already in the animal, in the body of the animal, they're separated out, there's certain parts of the animal, and therefore, by you separating it, you're not really separating anything, it's really set. As opposed, again, to Chubas and Maestras, where you have a pile of grain, and you're separating out some of the grain from the other grain. Here, you're not just taking a random part of the animal, you're taking a very specific bloom of the animal, and giving it to the Kohen. That's the second reason why this would not be a problem of any, any kind of Tikkun. It's not even considered a Frosha, you're really just separating out that which is already separate. And that concludes Simen Tov Kuvav Ritz Hashem. And the next year we'll begin the new Simen Din Afiya Biyantov Simen Tov Kuv Zayin. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Mara Makaymas on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.